In yesterday's episode, we unveiled Syracuse's Bayheim's Army, excuse me, uh, the TBT roster for the 2022 summer. This time, Brad and I are going to tell you who maybe we would have liked to see on the list. It's very, it's very much a Bayheim roster. We'll tell you who maybe Bayheim and Kevin Belby and Adam Weitzman could have gone with instead. It's all on Lockdown Syracuse. Let's get it going. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Bonaparte. That's Brad Klein. This is Locked On Syracuse. Thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And this podcast is brought to you by the amazing selection and reliably low prices at Rock Auto. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Brad, yesterday we talked about Bayheim's Army. The roster came out. It was very exciting. Now we're going to talk about who maybe we'd like to see on the roster. And and don't get us wrong. I think this is the best roster Bayheim's Army has ever had. And I'm very pleased with it and very satisfied. Me too. I, I, I would absolutely contest that this is the best roster that Bayheim's Army has had. So I'm very happy. You're not going to hear complaints from me. I don't even know if you can call this constructive criticism, but I would just draw this up as, what my fantasy Bayheim's Army roster would include. There are a couple of players that I would have liked to see. That being said, I feel like this roster has a lot of those guys, Erectola, Jai, Tyler, Ennis being two of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Kevin Belby and Adam Weitzman, the two head men at Bayheim's Army, craft a pretty good lineup every year. Thanks to Donna Totota and Syracuse.com, we now know that Jim Bayheim also has a little bit of an input on the roster. Uh, he doesn't make any final decisions, but when Weitzman and, and Belby have a stalemate, they turn to Bayheim and say, Coach, who do you pick? Uh, so, I mean, and I think you can see that from the roster. I almost kind of wonder if they said, Coach, who is one of the best opponents you've seen in the last few years? And he said, Kyle Wilcher. <laughs> um, so there, there's also that. Um, Brad, why don't you start? Who would you like to see on your roster? Okay, so I think we start collaboratively. We'll just say the name that I know we're both thinking. Just one, two, three. Tyus Battle would have been nice Tyus to Battle. hear. That would have been nice yeah. to see. That was not in, in uh, unison, by the way, but that's okay. No, yeah, Tyus Battle would have been nice behind. to see. Yeah, it's okay. But we're I'm in Alabama and you're in Connecticut, so that's it's acceptable. Try. But you know, Tyus Battle would have been nice to see. Now, Battle, when he was with Syracuse, was the the face of the program, right? And he wasn't he wasn't a four-year player, he was a three-year player. A guy that scraped the G League, didn't make it to the NBA, but had some really, really good moments and marquee memorable moments with Syracuse. I think back to the Clemson buzzer beater in the corner. And it sounds strange, but Tyus Battle, for a lot of uh, of Syracuse fans, in a key demographic, granted, he is what Syracuse basketball is. When they think of Orange basketball, they think of Tyus Battle. There are... 
a few years worth of fans that think of Tyus Battle. A lot of people think of Sherman Douglas, Pearl Washington. Those are the older fans, but this generation, a lot of them are thinking about Tyus Battle. So it would have been nice to see him. Well, the way I was about to put it, and it goes along with what you just said, is for the listeners out there who maybe are older than Brad and I and remember, like you said, German Douglas or Lawrence Moten or some of those players and think that was your childhood. For Brad and I, at least for me, when Tyus started in Syracuse and started to to gain some momentum, he had that buzzer beater uh, winning shot against Clemson that kind of started his whole career and then you kind of knew his name and then obviously he grew to start him in his sophomore season we were 15 16 when he started to get really good so yeah. that was kind of the peak of me watching Syracuse basketball right after they'd left the Big East uh, so battle a name that of course I would have loved to see on this roster and I think an underrated leader in the history of Syracuse basketball because he sure. led at a time where the team wasn't especially great and they were they, they went on a couple runs that that sweet 16 run uh that was pretty exciting uh, and he was really really good don't forget that 2017 18 season where he averaged 39 point or minutes a game uh and at some point in the year before that he was averaging over 40 minutes a game because he played literally every minute of every game including overtime he was a great player and Beheim yeah. loved him yeah, he did. So uh, that's a guy that I would have liked to see for sure, especially just because of his skill set. You think about the emotional, the nostalgic ad of Tyus Battle and what that would bring to the fan base over the summer. They need something to watch. They want to watch Tyus Battle for nostalgia. Yeah, but also, and he's a three-level scorer. Yeah, of course. He can do it all. Uh, and he's also got the clutch gene, man. How about I talked about the Clemson shot, but... When he dropped one on G-Town, how about that? That was fantastic. Uh, the dude, he was just one of those players. And, you know, when we were freshmen, like the guy you see around campus, he was like, oh, my God, that's Tyus Battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, he was true. just, he was so cool. I just, I love Tyus Battle. And if Fun fact, Tyus sure. Battle and I both born in the same hospital. Oh, look at this guy flexing. The same. Uh, Battle, yeah, he was from Lovington, New Jersey, so big for you. Um, but. He's currently in the Israeli league, so he's still playing. Uh, and and he, I think he'd be a fantastic ad uh, for a Bayheim's army. Uh, and we've seen players here and there, like Tyler Lydon. We've seen we've seen Michael Benajay, Andrew White. I'm going to go with a more recent guy. A little bit he played with Battle, uh, even a little bit after Battle. I'm going to go Frank Howard here. I love Franklin. Frank Howard. It's Franklin Howard. Sure, Franklin Howard. <laughs> now, somebody commented on our video, or I couldn't, I can't remember, was there a comment or a Twitter reply that said, Frank won't be welcome back until he confesses I saw that. to what happened uh, in his final season where he got caught for supposedly, what was the actual literature that they said? Oh, I don't know what they said, but it was a marijuana situation. Yes, it was, but I think it was just like, code of conduct or something yeah. like that i can't remember like they didn't say that but everyone was like all right frank um i don't know if that would keep him out you think that would keep him out no i don't think so I, this sounds really silly I, I it sounds silly but you talk about like oh frank howard won't be welcome back until okay tyler ennis lost to dayton in the round of 64 yeah but uh, he round of 32 get 32 suspended. Right? the reason that um, frank 
leaves a, a, a sour taste is because they could have done something that year. I get and, it. And he I was, get it. He heated up at the end of that year. People kind yeah, of forget that because of that situation. But right at the end, and he hadn't been good all season long. That was the thing. He was pretty average all year. And then in the ACC tournament against Duke, he dropped 28. He was yeah. fantastic. No, he was good, and he got good at the right time, and then he he was absent at the wrong time. That's for sure. But I don't know if he has a stigma around him that he's not welcome back to campus or anything like that. I mean, Howard, I think Howard, and for different reasons than you, I think you think that he's a better basketball player than I do, but I respect the heck out of him because you think about what he did, and he changed positions. He played point guard not a point guard whatsoever uh, at all. And that to me was like a sacrifice. And he was, uh, I think six foot five wanted to play the two. There was no room for him at the two with Tyus battle to get on the floor. He couldn't shoot that well for sure. But also at first, at least he was not a point guard. He was not an ACC ball handler and he worked his way into it. Was he ever elite? No. Was he serviceable when Syracuse needed him? Absolutely. And so he worked his way out from the Bayheim doghouse into a different position and force-fed his way into the lineup and, and actually became a very strong contributor down the stretch. So I respect him, especially in the age of transfer portals and disgruntled players. And Frank Howard, uh, you put a player in his situation today, they're not making it to year two, and he was a staple of the program. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. He was a really gritty guy. I was always a huge fan of his. And you're right. Maybe I think he's a little bit better than you do. Um, but I just always admired how he played. He was a gritty guy. He played good defense. I was a huge Frank Howard fan. I loved him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to take a quick break right here uh, and tell you about our sponsor, Bet Online. man. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats in sports info find all the latest sports developments news and odds including this year's basketball championship matchup the nhl conference finals or actually the stanley cup finals now major league baseball and of course all the fighting news from mma and ufc to boxing bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information including live betting esports and more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action bet online where the game starts And Syracuse fans, we have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your chance to tell us what you like and what you don't about Locked On. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Take our audience survey. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. We really appreciate your help. Uh, Bones, right now you're talking about Frank Howard, and I wouldn't be opposed to that ad. I honestly don't know if we're ever going to see Frank Howard play for Bayheim's Army for a few reasons. One, and I wouldn't be opposed to it. I said that on yesterday's podcast, too. Wouldn't be opposed to it. But one, you think he's a little bit better than I do, and I think I'm in the majority and you're in the minority. It doesn't make you wrong. It's just popular belief. And two, whether you hold the grudge on Frank Howard for the end of 2019 or not, people don't get excited when they hear the name Frank Howard. That's just that's just I truth, do right. I get I know you do. But the majority of people don't. So I'm looking for 
the guys more of a sexy add to the roster. And uh, Frank Howard would help, Don't especially on defense. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say <laughs> Carmelo. Realist. My my player, and first of all, I like I, I threw out Tyus Battle. That was kind of my first pick, but we'll share it because I know you feel the same way. And you took Frank Frank Howard. I like those two to start because they're both guys who haven't played for Bayheim's Army before. And I like Tyler Lydon and Brandon Trish and those guys. Uh, but I do want to see new players in the fold. That's why I'm excited for the Tyler Ennises of the world, for the Rakeem Christmases of the world, and of course, Dolajai. Michael Carter-Williams to me. And, and the same way you feel about Howard, I'm obsessed with Michael Carter-Williams. Know that about me. So here's the deal with MCW. You can make the argument that he is not in a TBT state right now because he he's still in the no NBA. Way. The reason I'm thinking MCW is because in August, so basically a year ago, it's the short, just shy of a year ago, he had an injury, went through surgery, didn't play a lick for the Magic last year, and actually ended up being released before the season started. No one picked him up. He was hurt. He's had some time to rehab. I don't know how healthy he is. I would assume that he's getting there because it's not like it was an Achilles or anything like that. It was uh, an ankle surgery, which can also be very serious. Don't get me wrong. But it seems like now would kind of be the time for MCW to be healthy and get healthy. And I can't think of anyone uh, more in need of a TBT revival than MCW at his age with his stigma in the NBA as an okay player but not great player. Coming off an injury, he needs it. And I think Bayheim's army could have benefited from his services. I think a guy like that doesn't play in the in the basketball tournament until a couple years out, though, right? Like he's if he still thinks he has a shot, he's gonna go back. Yeah, but this the the basketball tournament would be his shot to get back. Could be. I guess get I on national television. Craft. Get, get the hype up. <laughs> You're trying to craft like a, a movie, like a Disney Channel no. movie where the basketball no. player gets hurt, he falls out of the league, and then he, he gets back with the team, and then it's like, oh wow, they should make a movie. That's out what of this. they that's what uh, the basketball tournament's all about. It's true. It's like the big three. Um yeah, I know you're right. It is. Like, I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'd love to see Michael play. I, I think he's fantastic. You could make the argument that he's the best defender or one of the best defenders the zone has ever seen at the top. I mean, he was absolutely yeah. fantastic. That wingspan, the way he played, and he took that into the NBA in his rookie year, won the Rookie of the Year award. He was fantastic. Uh, and people yeah, kind of was. forget that he was Rookie of the Year, but he was. Uh, that's Syracuse repping, baby. Yeah, I love yeah. Carter Williams. I think a lot of people I, I think he would be he'd be a fun player to have because at sure. least for me, that's that's one of those guys that I kind of think of when I think of Syracuse basketball. And that's my generation. And I, I definitely started rooting for the Orange before Michael Carter Williams. But he is one of those players that really has like a fond place in my heart. So I would be all in on MCW. This is not my suggestion, but I just want to gauge your interest on this. Okay. Now, we saw Pascal Chuku try to play it. last season. I knew it. Knew it. Hold on. I knew you were going to talk about Pascal Chuku. Well, I was going to say, 
him and Barama Sidibe played similar roles on Syracuse's team in which they were the big man who had little to no offense, was there to rebound and pretty much do nothing else but bat and block shots. I don't know about you, but I feel like Pascal or Barama playing, while I love both those players, they kind of fit into the fan favorite for me as well. Like every time Barama got called to come into the game, last this past season it was like the dome erupted because it's barama i do not love barama um but it would i think it would just kind of be like ah barama's gonna get his his butt beat out there on the court (laughs) i don't want to see see barama get it just busted on the court (laughs) i don't look 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 he was hurt he was coming back he just wasn't healthy so yeah i mean it's not like he was dominating out there last season but you forget there were there were some times when he was extremely productive off the bench last year. Couldn't do it for very long. Yeah, he was but... decent. Um, all right. The one I'm actually going to suggest is a guy who's played for Bayheim's Army before um, back in 2018. But I'm suggesting him because I think he's arguably like a top five most athletic player Syracuse has ever had. That's James Sutherland. Uh, okay. Sutherland was awesome. Like, he was so much fun to watch, and he's another guy that was a huge fan favorite, I believe, because he's high-flying dunks, he could shoot the ball, he did just about everything, but as Syracuse fans know, he was either there, and he was one of the best players in the gym, or he just did not show up at all whatsoever. Um, This is who James Sutherland was as a player. When he did play in the TBT back in 2018, he averaged like three points a game. It wasn't anything special. But I think having a guy come off the bench like that and just being able to jump out of the arena is is something that every team should have. Yeah, and and as a shooter, too, he was strong for Bayheim's Army. And that's big game James, and that is nostalgia player A1 guy. in my in my book. I, I would love to see him again. Now, okay, I would be very in on him for Bayheim's Army. I'm not going to bring him up because we've seen him before, and I know what he is in the basketball tournament. So wouldn't be my pick, but I totally understand where you're coming from. And that that's a player that a lot of people just were not done with when he was done with Syracuse, had some great moments. So I'd be really excited to see him for sure. Yeah, uh, he's just a fun player. I'm kind of surprised you haven't brought up Bayamusakita yet. So, okay, it's a good, good question. So I my, my yeah, before, next pick. Before you say this, I'm just going to preface this with like, Baya Musakita, I think, might be your favorite player of all time. Yeah. Yeah, he is. You love Baya Musakita. Hey, he just became an American citizen a few months ago. I don't know if you saw that. Huge for him. I didn't see that. So now now the whole work visa thing, don't worry about it. He is an American citizen. He could totally play in the basketball tournament. No questions asked. I love Baya Musakita. Hustle player, scrappy player. Yeah, he averaged two points per game. But you know what? (laughs) The world was a better place for his two points per game. Love that guy. So I was kind of going to say him. I was actually going to save him for later, not going to lie. But, Bones, you know me very well. So, I mean, at this point, cat's out of the bag. By Musakita would be really cool. I don't think he'd be the best uh, X's and O's fit just because of where the game has gone. And at the, he wasn't even a very big player at the time, but he still managed to get some rebounds. But... I don't know if there's really a place for him in the game right now is the way it's played. So I'm going to say would be really cool, but probably wouldn't play that much. No, he wouldn't play very much. No. Um, 
All right. My next guy is a guy who also played in the NBA uh, and actually played in the Greek League up until 2020. I don't think he's played since. Wesley Johnson. Yes. This is a guy who played a long NBA career. He was a good player, a transfer for Syracuse. He was picked fourth overall in the NBA draft. Like That kind of goes wildly underrated. I think a lot of people remember him for getting his ankles absolutely stolen by James Harden that one time. But he was a great player in Syracuse, and he was the head of that team when he was there. Uh, Wes Johnson, he didn't have a great NBA career. Like He was fine. But I think he'd be fantastic for Bayheim's Army. One, because I think it's like hugely important to have a guy who I mean, I think it's 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 really beneficial to have a guy that's played in the NBA, right? I mean, it just yeah. is. That's different competition. It's the best competition in the world. And Wesley Johnson held his own in the NBA and was a solid player for a solid role player for a long time. I think he'd be great. I remember when overseas elite had Joe Johnson and he was just a cheat code. I think it was two years ago. At this point, the last year that overseas elite field of the team, he was a cheat code and and Johnson was a far better. I should say Joe Johnson was a far better pro than Wesley Johnson. However, uh, yeah, I think that he'd be a a really strong contributor and he would also kind of kill two boxes, uh, two, two birds, one stone with the experience factor. And also the shooting's not going anywhere. And he was a knockdown shooter for Syracuse as a transfer and then as a pro too, that's that's where he was really the strongest as a he contributor. Forty two percent from the field, forty one and a yeah. half. Like that's yeah. crazy. You're not from the field yeah. from three. Sorry, yeah. that's no, insane. No. That's absurd. I get it. Uh, I get it. He was fantastic. Crazy. All right, let's take a time out here and tell you a little bit about Rock Auto. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Bones, I ask you, why would you decide? to choose and spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. For example, my father, Honda Odyssey fuel pump, $353 from a chain store, 216 from Rock Auto. That is money in his pocket into mine when I take it and he's not looking. And we really encourage you to just go on the website right now, right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. It's rockauto.com, amazing selection reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So we're talking here about Bayheim's Army, and Bones and I are extremely uh, high supporters, big fans of the roster as it's constructed right now. All we're doing right now is nitpicking from afar and just saying who would be cool to have right now. And again, I don't know if I would necessarily change anything but if I had to make a change, these are the changes I would make. We talked about Baimu Sakita, and we talked about Wesley Johnson, among others. All right. I'm going to have one serious suggestion and one non-serious suggestion. They would have the complete polar opposite reaction from the fans and on the court. Okay. Do you want the serious one or the uh, non-serious one? And with the kicker and with the funny one. All right. Uh, Dion Waiters is the King. real one. And King. and so at this point, he said that he doesn't want to play internationally. He, he's going to retire. I don't think he's officially retired, but he would retire before he uh, plays internationally. So it's NBA or nothing for Waiters. Didn't play in the league last year. And I think that TBT might be a good way for him to stay in the game because he's still young enough. That's for sure. I don't know how young he is. 
I'll look it up. I'll look at it now. That I got it. I'll look it up. That's another guy who was taken fourth overall. He's only thirty. 30. Actually, yeah, he's way younger than I thought he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he he would be great. Neon Dion, dude. He's the classic. Forget about every shot. Him and J.R. Smith. Um, they just keep shooting. And Dion, he also is. I think it's either him or Devin Booker, the greatest. Uh, college basketball player to never start a game. It is hmm. crazy that he never started a game. Yeah, it's, it's probably Although, Devin Booker, but yeah, Dion Waiters never started the game. He'd have a chance to start in orange for no. Bayheim's army. But I will say Syracuse fans are probably the only fan base in the world that have a positive reaction when they hear the name Dion Waiters at this point because of all the stuff that happened in the NBA. He's been, you remember the plane when he was in Miami, some not so great stuff with Dion Waiters. So at this point, Syracuse is his home. I feel like you should just dive right into it if you're Waiters. Yeah. I mean, we, he's our family, man. We got to, we got to hoist him up. The um, orange would support him. Dion. Yeah, I mean, he's a great player, too. Like, I think he'd be fantastic. And you mentioned he hasn't played um, in a couple of seasons. The last time he did play was when he won a championship with the Lakers <laughs> after playing only seven games for him. But in those seven games, average 12 points a game, which means it just reinforces the fact that the man is just a hooper. He goes out there yeah. and he gets buckets. The uh, the kicker, by the way. So, like, people would be like, okay, that's really cool that Dion Waiters is on this team. I don't think he's uh, uh, the best dude to have, but awesome basketball player. Okay, what if Patty Casey was on Bayheim's army? Oh. That'd be sick. That'd be so cool. <laughs> that would be something. He now, actually, here's the like, thing. What? He was actually a contributor when he was on the floor. Obviously, he wasn't playing impact minutes, but he was. And Bay- Bayheim's army, the basketball tournament fields D2 and D3 alumni teams, too. So Patty Casey from the University of the Sciences is really a, a D2 player that walked onto Syracuse at the end, became a fan favorite. But if he were to play, he wouldn't completely be out of his element considering the D2 alumni team. <laughs> I still don't think he'd play. Like he yeah, wouldn't, but he would so just cool. be another way, be a walk on. He'd be so cool. <laughs> it would be cool. It would be cool. That'd be a great jersey to have as a Patty Casey Mayheim's <laughs> Army jersey. Like that's like an ultimate jersey. Like what? What do you got over there? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got Patty Casey Bayheim's Army. That's a fantastic number jersey. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All that's right, awesome. I think that much that pretty much does it for us. So we we ran through a couple of good names right there. Who do you feel uh, most passionate I, about of the names that we listed? Ah, uh, Tyus. I want Tyus on the team. Yeah, all right. I agree. I was also going to say, obviously, I don't think he could play due to injury, and he hasn't played basketball professionally in maybe almost 10 years now. But if it were possible and he were a little bit younger, I'd love to see Johnny Flynn play just because he was yeah. so electrifying. Um, but it's impossible. All right. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today. And I got in crazy info to tell you the first picks of the ultimate NBA mock draft have been made. Search now for ultimate NBA mock draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of Locked On NBA Big Board. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. Brad and I will be back on Monday to tell you all the more about Syracuse. We will see you then.